0: I don't know if you watched my date with the president's daughter. The last scene is them sitting on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial and like watching the sunrise over the reflecting pool. When I was younger, I thought that was so cool. And like, I've just never done that.
1: Yeah, where's your movie moment? Hey, everyone. Welcome to Chats in the City, where each episode we'll chat with our guest about the city they live in and their experiences navigating it as a young adult. Hello, hello! I am back! It is good to talk to you all. I know it's been a little bit of a while. I bet you all thought that I had already retired this podcast and moved on to other things, but don't worry. I don't really have that much else going on in my life, so this is still very much my baby. No, but to be real, I actually had this Washington, D.C. episode recorded and ready to go a while ago. But with the insanity that's been going on at the Capitol and with the inauguration this week, I decided to push it out a bit to be sensitive. That being said, keep in mind that we did record this episode a month ago, so it has a bit of a lighter tone than it maybe would have if we had recorded this week. Wow, so it has been a while since I've talked with you all, and I've missed you. We are several weeks into 2021 now, so I guess it's as good a time as any to give a little New Year's recap. Let's hop into that time machine and crank it back to December 31st, 2020. My sister and I went out to Target right before New Year's Eve to go look at the alcohol selection to celebrate, and we actually found a new brand of hard seltzers. The brand was called Wild Basin, and they had some pretty cool flavors like melon basil and cucumber peach which looked pretty elevated, so we decided to get it, like a whole case of them. I'm not sponsored, by the way, but if any seltzer brand does want to sponsor the podcast, I am 120% down. (laughs) My roommate and I actually already have a reputation for being the seltzer girls after we drunk-ordered a White Claw Tapestry for our apartment, so I think it would be a great partnership, just saying. Anyways, with all of the seltzers that my sister and I had bought, we had to think of something fun to do with them for New Year's Eve, so we decided to rope our parents in and teach them how to play King's Cup, the drinking game. I was surprised. Mom and Papa Lum have still got it. At one point, my mom bust out this behemoth of a jug of Grey Goose vodka that she'd got from Costco at some point. We all started taking shots. Um, I paid for it with a 24-hour hangover for the entire next day. Don't ask me how that happened. I have no idea, but I would say it's well worth it. Today, we're talking about Washington, D.C., which I don't have a ton of experience or knowledge about other than one childhood trip that I took to Washington, D.C., which is a little bit traumatizing for me. My family took me and my sister there when I was back in middle school for uh, one of my spring breaks. I'm honestly not much of a history or a museum person. It's just not my thing personally. And I don't really know what my parents thought that I was going to get out of it knowing that. But all I remember is being dragged to a bunch of different museums. And being the brat that I was at the time, I was so frustrated at one point that I started crying. And so I have a very distinct memory of walking through one of the museums in D.C. just crying my eyes out because I was annoyed for being there on spring break yeah, I was really annoying when I was a kid. We passed by the Cherry Blossom Festival on the way out, which obviously my mom was really excited about and wanted to take pictures of. And at that point, I had stopped crying, but my eyes were definitely still puffy and my face was all red still from crying earlier. And so the only memories we have from this trip are a bunch of photos of myself in front of Cherry Blossoms with a puffy red face I wouldn't say I had the best experience, but I was willing to give it another try. Since then, I've heard really great things about Washington, D.C. So today, I brought on my friend, Arthie. Um I actually met her day one of college. arthy has been living in Washington, D.C. for a year and a half now, after she graduated from the University of Michigan, and she's now working as a financial analyst there at a financial services company. And so I'm really excited for y'all to hear from her today, and let's get to it. Hello, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Of course. I'm super excited. Washington D.C., our nation's capital. How does it feel to be living in the land of our founding fathers?
0: Um, it feels good. I think like definitely D.C. was on my radar when I was like graduating of cities that I wanted to move to and mm-hmm. like I had spent a few summers there and like really enjoyed it. And, so overall I was like pretty excited when I was moving there. But yeah, it's been good.
1: Well, it's probably not the most common location either for people from the University of Michigan, at least for us too. So did you feel like you were getting a bit of a fresh start moving to DC or did you know a good number of people when you moved? I was in the business school
0: at Michigan and I think it's not really like a big location for people. Who are graduating from business school? I think for a lot of my friends that were political science majors or public policy majors, they were really looking at DC. A lot of their industries were in DC. So um, I think, like, of that group, I had a lot of friends from those backgrounds that were moving to DC.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Do you ever feel like an outsider there, though, because you're not coming from like a political science background or doing something sort of in the poli sci area?
0: I think that's like, generally an interest of mine. So I don't like always feel out of place. But I think like definitely when I'm talking about like, my day to day job, it's very different than what a lot of my friends are doing. So um, I think that's where things differ a little bit. But yes, it's definitely different. I think a lot of people like work for the federal government slash are in roles that are kind of public sector facing, right? I think it's also interesting because my workplace is actually in Virginia. um, So I'm not actually working in DC. So a lot of the private sector, like EY, Deloitte, um, some of those companies are like in the Virginia area where, uh, where my workplace is as well.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. So there's probably a good number of people, at least people our age, who live in DC and commute out of DC for work too.
0: Yeah. I would say like there's a good number of people that do that. Also, just like right outside of D.C., in like the Arlington area, is also a pretty popular place for new grads to move. And also, like if you're working in Virginia, that's a little bit of an easier commute.
1: I see. Do people have cars in the city or is it is it pretty big on public transportation? So I would
0: say that like no one that I really know has a car, but also our public transportation isn't
1: very good. Um, <laughs> so people just don't move.
0: Yeah, basically. Um, No, just kidding. But um, the bus system is like, okay, but the metro isn't great. I feel like, honestly, when I'm moving around the city, if I'm going somewhere that's not walkable, like, I don't always call an Uber, but I always think about calling an Uber. (laughs) But yeah, I would say like, none of my friends really have cars. It's usually like, walking, public transportation, if you can find it, and then calling an Uber.
1: It keeps you on your toes a little bit just figuring out what mode of transportation is going to get you from point a to point b yeah. yeah when i think about dc like a stereotype image of a trust fund kid whose parents were in politics forever comes up who's wearing like vineyard vines <laughs> um, is that a fair representation of a lot of people in dc or is that just a stereotype
0: I mean, I think you can definitely find those types, but, (laughs) um, but I think it is like, there are just like a lots of different types of people, but I think it is someone that you would see like walking around the street. So you're not totally wrong. (laughs)
1: Lovely. Lovely. Are people very title focused or do people ask you like where you went to school or kind of like where you're from? Does that matter a lot?
0: I haven't personally found like people ask me about like where I went to school or like my where I'm from but I would say like one of the first questions that someone will ask you when you meet them is like what do you do and so Mm. people are very like career focused got it and in that way I think everyone is kind of curious about that I don't know if you've read the book Big friendship, but there's a line in the book that is like in LA. They ask you how you are. In New York, they ask you who you are, and then in DC, they ask you what do you do. And I just oh. think it's I can't scroll for LA or New York, but I think for DC, it's like very accurate where people are like <laughs> that's the first question. People always be like, "What do you do?"
1: Oh, that's super funny. Uh, yeah, I can definitely see that for the other two as well. Yeah. So what what are the common answers there then, or what are what are people trying to answer there?
0: I I honestly like don't really know what the people are expecting like the output of the question to be but <laughs> I think like that is just like a a focus and people um definitely might draw a lot of conclusions from that so Mm. that's definitely like one of the the most frequently asked questions
1: I just got like triggered from like walking to like frat houses and getting asked who do you know it's like (laughs) the the DC adult version of yeah
0: like what do you do yeah
1: (laughs) what about after work then what do you like doing
0: I don't know if this is a, a thing in other cities, so you can let me know. But I think, like, happy hour is a huge thing in D.C.
1: I'm jealous. I want more happy <laughs> hours.
0: <laughs> I think, like, especially over the summer, I would say that, like, I wouldn't really like, grab dinner with a bunch of friends. But I would go to a lot of happy hours and, like, a lot of mm. the um, the restaurants will, like, have deals. And things like that so that's something that people usually will do after work
1: that's my favorite thing in the world <laughs>
0: one thing that I really like about it is that especially when you're meeting new people I think it can feel like very formal to be like oh we should like get dinner or like do yeah. this thing together but it's very easy to just be like oh like we should go to happy hour like one day after work
1: yeah I agree I think that's a that's a good way to do it what about the food scene in DC I know I know you are a fan of trying new foods and restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's
0: like my favorite activity. There are like a lot of really great restaurants, but it's definitely not the same as like New York or Chicago or those like big food cities where you have a new restaurant opening all the time. Like I think it's pretty easy to keep up with the pace of things opening, which is kind of nice. Hmm. There's never like 10 amazing spots that are opening, I would say, and you like need to try all of them. Uh but yeah, there are a lot of really great food options and I have tried a lot of them. So
1: Ooh. <laughs> actually I never thought about that, like the pace of restaurants opening. It's probably somewhere in Seattle where it's not like there are restaurants popping up every other week either. Yeah. Um, it's more so yeah, we've got like some established places and like yeah. you kind of everyone kinda knows like the top restaurants.
0: Yeah. And I think it's also like, DC is pretty small compared to other cities. So you never have to venture like too, too far to find good food.
1: Right. Isn't, I think DC is a Michelin city.
0: Um, There's definitely like a few Michelin star restaurants. The most popular one is Maidon, which is on 14th Street. I've been once, it was really good. Um, <laughs> The only thing is like it's really difficult to get a table so you have to like book uh, it way in advance yeah but yes definitely one of the restaurants that DC's like most known for
1: got it are there ever like famous figures there
0: i i'm sure there are i unfortunately have never run into anyone famous or oh, no. any celebrities <laughs> <laughs> ever so maybe i'll have to go back at like a, a better time but um <laughs> Yeah, have never run into anyone famous.
1: No um, political figures either. Do they, like, will they go to the same places? Will they eat out around D.C. or try to avoid everyone?
0: I've heard that they do. I just personally have not run
1: into anyone. (laughs) Nice. You're not lucky.
0: Yeah, I think, like, also, that's not really what I'm able to do every weekend. So I, yeah, I feel like I am much more frequently at Taqueria Habanero, which is, it's like a much more laid back taco place. So yeah. that's like much more <laughs> where you'd find me more frequently.
1: <laughs> Have you read the book All American Girl by Meg Cabot? No. <laughs> this is so random, but it, this is like my favorite book as a child. And in the book, this girl, she she's like young. She lives, I think, around DC and she like goes into DC to grab a coffee somewhere. And she's like just at this normal coffee shop. And the president of the united states casually like walks into the coffee shop and then this man comes out of nowhere and like tries to assassinate the president <laughs> she like pushes the president out of the way and like saves his life right this, and this book sounds wild i know and then she falls in love with his son it's like a whole thing but yeah it doesn't seem like a super accurate depiction of a yeah normal dc experience
0: i would say that that's never happened to me
1: so. <laughs> darn it <laughs> Uh, what about DC Nightlife?
0: I think it's just very casual. I think, like, there are, like, basically, um, like, three kind of main areas that people will go out, and it's, like the the Dupont area, the Adams Morgan area, and then the U Street area are like where you'll find a lot of congregated nightlife. Mm. Bars are pretty crowded on the weekends, like especially Friday, Saturday. I would say mm-hmm. like other nights of the week, not really.
1: I've never gone out on a non on a non weekend. <laughs> yeah, night. same. That was like left behind in college after after I graduated. D.C. is, like, a huge tourist city, obviously, because everyone wants to go and see the monuments and museums and things like that. Are those places that you still go to as someone that's been living there for a while, or is it just kind of where you would take people if they visit?
0: Um, Yeah, I live, like, pretty far away, I would say, from, like, a lot of the, like, museums and monuments, so, like, I'm not, that's not, like, a a weekend activity. Um, Yeah. I think it's, like, fun to do, like, once in a while, They are definitely, like, very cool to see and like take people to who are visiting for the first time.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I read this online or if someone else that I know told me this, but they said that people that live in DC will like walk around the monuments and stuff at night uh, when there like, aren't <laughs> tourists around because they don't want to be running into tourists that are there during the day. Yeah. I,
0: I've definitely done like some night monument walks. Um, I don't know if it was like with the goal of avoiding tourists, but Yeah, I would say like probably now if I'm going to the monuments, it would probably be at night.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I kind of like that. I Honestly, I feel like I have an image of myself like drinking a a glass of wine and then just like wandering around the monuments in the nighttime, (laughs) and it sounds kind of (laughs) fun.
0: Yeah, no, I think they also are like very well, like they're very pretty at night. Um, They're really like well lit. So it's kind of fun to go there. I think when I was living closer to the neighborhood, I would just I used to love like taking taking night walks around there. Mm. I do still really like going for runs around the monuments because they're all in the National Mall, and right. it yeah, it's all like it, there's a lot of like grassy areas and walking trails. So I love to like run around the monuments.
1: <laughs> oh, that's really cool. That that's like a very scenic and significant run path.
0: Yeah, I so wish I was a morning person because I feel like a morning run by uh. the monuments
1: would be like even better. But
0: I'm usually like after work before. Sons that like, I like to.
1: That's very nice. I'm like, not a big history person. Do you still kind of go into museums? And, and is that something that you're interested in too? Or is that not so much you've seen?
0: Yeah, there's like a few that I really like. So I really like their Runwick Gallery. They do like a bunch mm-hmm. of really cool exhibits. They have this rainbow fiber one. They just have like a lot of really cool interactive art. I think like a few years ago, they did like a Burning Man exhibit that was like the history mm. of, of Burning Man, which is, which is cool. Hmm. So that's one that I really like. And if I know that they have something new, then I'll usually go, go visit. And then also, I really like the museum. It's closed now. I think they're moving it, but it's basically a museum that's like dedicated to like journalism. So that one is oh cool, really cool as well. Yeah. Mm. Um the museum's not free, but one of the things that's really cool about a lot of the museums in DC is that they are free. Oh. So it's nice to be able to like go in if there's an exhibit or something you're really excited about.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's nice. It seems like you almost have something to do any weekend if you're bored because there is a free exhibit you could go to or like a free museum, right?
0: Exactly.
1: I feel like the museums and the National Mall area in my head paints a very, like, romantic picture, too. Are they, like, datey spots? Like, do people take you out on dates, like, around the parks and stuff?
0: <laughs> Definitely not. I think that's, like, a big movie thing. Yeah. I don't know if you watched My Date with the President's Daughter. Nope. Um, It's like a Disney movie. Um, Of course it is. But (laughs) I just remember the last scene is like them sitting on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial and like watching the sunrise over the reflecting pool. Yep. When I was younger, I thought that was so cool. I was like, I can't wait to like move to DC and and sit on the steps of the (laughs) Lincoln Memorial (laughs) and watch the sunrise and like. I've just never done that.
1: Yeah, where's your movie moment?
0: But now that you put the idea in my head, maybe I'll do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have to chase the movie that you want to live, like make it happen. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah, definitely recommend my date with the president's daughter to everyone. I don't think it takes an accurate picture of DC at all, but it's a very entertaining watch.
1: That's great. I'm gonna watch. It's on my. It's on my list. <laughs> Do you ever go outside of the city, like, on a weekend trip or whatever? Because there are, like, other hikes around or, or nature spots around, too?
0: Yeah, so it's not too far from Shenandoah Valley, which mm-hmm. is, like, where a lot of the hiking is. Funny story about <laughs> the, the one time I went to Shenandoah, I was hiking this um, hike called o- Old Rag. It's pretty popular among people that live in D.C. or people that are, are hiking. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, the most difficult hike in the world, but it's definitely, like, a bit strenuous. I had no idea. I brought one water bottle and just no food. (laughs) Arthy, And, like, the first three miles I was hiking, I was like, this is a great workout. I'm getting, like, all these steps in. I'm so excited. Um, and then we get to this rock and the thing about Old Bragg is the last, I think it's like the last mile is what they call scramble. So you're like climbing through rock. Oh gosh. So yeah, we like got to this place where the path stops and they were like, okay, now climb over this rock. What? And I was like, excuse me. I just had like gym turners on. I didn't even have hiking shoes on. I got back to my apartment um, later that night and just like could not move. I was so tired. <laughs> I haven't been back since, but it's very beautiful. And, um, definitely like a place that people go, um, hiking like outside of the city, but I just like need to be better prepared next time.
1: I mean, you tried, you got out of the city and you fully immersed yourself. So that's all that matters.
0: Yeah. But another like nice naturey area, which is much closer to the city, but doesn't feel like the city is Rock Creek Park. Hmm. Um, I know a lot of people that will like ride bikes around there. Um, they have like some picnic tables um, it's kind of like a good nature <laughs> escape, oh, that's nice, yeah, yeah, it's
1: not all just city where like you can easily get to like a park,
0: yeah, I would say that like, as you get further away from like the downtown, like the mall area and the further you go up, the more like parks and like mm-hmm. more outdoor spaces that there are,
1: got it, got it. If you had visitors to d c where would you take them?
0: So I think we kind of talked about like the monuments before, so definitely we'll do that. Yeah. But also really like to take people to Georgetown, which is kind mm. of the shopping district, and it's right by the water, so it's really pretty. And there are a lot of like really famous bakeries around there. So that's Ooh. like always
1: a fun thing to do. I love bakeries. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Um, I think like Georgetown Cupcakes had a show on TLC.
1: I've heard of Georgetown Cupcakes. That's that's an iconic thing.
0: Yeah, for a while. So yeah, kind of like monuments in Georgetown are like my two go-to's and then usually we'll like take someone to like my favorite restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. I've been really into wine bars this past year, so usually we'll do that too.
1: Ooh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Touristy things aside, where are your favorite spots if you had like a day off or, or a nice weekend to yourself?
0: Ooh, I do really love this place called Mernin Hill Park. It's this huge park that's walking distance from where i live and i really like to go there just to like either meet friends or just like read so that's somewhere i'll definitely go um also love to like walk down 14th street i think there's a lot of stores like boutiques
1: it's where you find me (laughs) and shopping down the boutiques (laughs) yeah exactly so what's your favorite part about living in dc hmm
0: i think like one of the things that I really like how the neighborhoods are like, they're not like a ton of high rises or it's not packed like the streets of like some other cities. I think it's like mm. very neighborhoody, Um, especially like my neighborhood has like a, a lot of like townhouses and row houses. And so like, I kind of like that, that feel. Right. It's definitely like still has a lot of really great, things that a lot of cities have, but it just feels a little bit quieter and then just feel like more of a a neighborhood kind of feeling. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I feel the same way about Seattle. Like sometimes even when you're in the city, you feel like you're in like a more residential or like family friendly area. Yeah. You're not like surrounded by skyscrapers. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I think there's actually a limit on how high DC buildings can be oh interesting yeah so like there's not like a bunch of like skyscrapers skyscrap- or anything like
1: that. I kind of like that. I think it it makes the city feel a little bit more inviting, or it makes it feel a little bit more long term in terms of stay. Like you feel like you can have fun there and do some cool things mm-hmm. as a young adult, but you can also like continue living there when you're when you are an adult. Yeah. So I found an article online. And these are people's DC hot takes. So these are all people that live around DC, but they're kind of just calling out some things. Um, And I'm going to read through some of them. So uh, the first one was, you are incredibly fit and stylish, at least compared to the chubby tourists in American flag t-shirts and jorts who clog the mall.
0: (laughs) Um, I think that DC isn't fashionable at all. Everyone's <laughs> like <laughs> leggings and like um like workout clothing. So, <laughs> I think that you're thinking there maybe whoever wrote that is thinking a little bit too highly of themselves unless they're like actually dressing up on the weekends.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> um DC does have the best cupcakes in the world, but it's not Georgetown. Baked and Wired is the best cupcake place in DC.
0: That is so true. Yeah, yeah. The Baked and Wired. (laughs) Yes, the Baked and I think Georgetown is actually also very good. But like, I love the Baked and Wired cupcakes. Uh They're like incredible. They're actually called I think they're called cake cups. Ooh, I don't know what the distinction is, but. Um, yes, they're really good. And the coffee shop next door is also great. So you should do both of those.
1: Yeah. Okay. There's the hot take. (laughs) The last one, you will take everybody who visits on the same tour around the monuments. It will last around three hours and then you'll have no idea where else to take them for the rest of the day.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, I, I would say that like like 90% true like I I think I found like a few other spots that I take people but yeah always got to do the monuments it does always last around three hours it is like a focal point of when someone comes to visit so yes I would say like mostly true
1: nice nice all right hot takes are mostly true I love it This is awesome, learning about DC. I'm glad I now have a different picture in my mind versus my traumatizing childhood experience from when I was crying in the museums. (laughs) So thank you.
0: Yes, come visit anytime.
1: Hey there, it's me again. I think it's safe to say that my perception of DC from my one childhood experience Has been changed. It sounded like Arthi is really enjoying herself out there and there are a lot of things that have really piqued my interest from talking with her. Of course there are the monuments, the museums, and exhibitions that happen all the time there. And even though they may not be a regular spot for someone who does live in the city, there's still quite a sight to see if you do want a change of scenery or to pretend to be a tourist for a weekend. What surprised me was how casual actually a lot of aspects of the city is. Because while it is a city that's filled with career-focused and ambitious young professionals, there are also plenty of low-key restaurants, people dress casually or in athleisure wear during the weekends, and a lot of the city has a very inviting and neighborhoody feel, as Artie was talking about. It's definitely a place that I want to check out in the future and take a visit to. I may just not go into as many museums as I did when I was there the first time. Make sure you subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you don't miss out on an episode. And follow on Instagram at Chats in the City. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye.